1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Backers together and loving it. TNCs apply. The big news overnight is that Braden Curry, New Zealand's leading Ironman athlete, has finished third at the 2021 World Championships. They were carried over from last year to this time of the year due to COVID. Now, they weren't normally held... They're normally held in... Kona Hawaii, the Hawaiian Ironman but they've been held in Utah on a very tough course. Now Braden led most of this race up until a 30k mark before Blumenfeld, the Olympic champion ran past him and then Braden who boy he wears his heart on his sleeve, he goes for the victory, was then taken uh, was overtaken um, for second place with just 800 metres left to run by Lionel Sanders of Canada. Now to try and put This guy in context, the Ironman in context, I've got one of the great coaches, uh, one of the original coaches, a stunning athlete in his own right, Dr. John Hellemans, to join us on the programme. John, welcome.
0: Yeah, Mark, hello.
1: Good. Sum that performance up for me through your eyes. I I mean, you, you know this game inside and out. I mean, it's so much greater than the sum of its parts.
0: Oh, mate, it was fantastic. I got up early this morning and found him leading coming off the bike, soon coming off the bike, and um, he was having a blinder. Um, and I've sort of been following him over the years. A few years ago, he got fifth in Hawaii. Uh, he didn't get a lot of credit for that at the time. Um, he did it off uh, quite a sort of an erratic bike section, and he's just sort of improved since then. He's sort of stuck at the game um, improved his biking now to world-class level. So he's right up there, and he proves that today on a really, really tough course.
1: Yeah, John, I mean, the Ironman in Hawaii, it is the Holy Grail. We talk about the Olympic Games gold medal, which is important to New Zealanders, but really, if you think of the Wimbledon, you think of the origins and the history of the sport, it's about winning Hawaii.
0: Well, I suppose that that is the Holy Grail. Um, the, the Olympic triathlon is a flagship um, but the, the Hawaiian Ironman for the purest is is you know, the race of the year. You, you, we can't really deny that. Um, and this wasn't quite Hawaii, but I tell you what, the course was at least as tough. And it was semi-altitude, you know, it was 800 meters above sea level, uh, some of the climbs are up to fifteen hundred meters, I think, so um, it was almost comparable, not quite, mm-hmm. but almost
1: yeah John, just for people who might not be aware of the physiology of an athlete what effect does altitude have on an athlete?
0: Well, altitude robs you of your oxygen you know the the, the, the air is depleted of oxygen uh, the oxygen levels are are much lower at altitude, and that 's what you race on oxygen and and your your so if you suddenly have less oxygen available it really hits you so what you can do is you can go to altitude and become more efficient in your oxygen processing mechanisms um and uh, braiding carry has become quite good i believe in altitude training so um he knew this race was at altitude, so he definitely had to be at altitude to condition himself. Um, and so he went to 1700 meters and trained there for three weeks um, and came out of it really well. And so, you know, that sort of probably contributed mm. to his performance.
1: Um, mentioned in the Eve with Braden prior to you, coached by Val Burke out of Wanaka, uh, a coach that probably a lot of people haven't heard of, uh, but clearly very, very good at what she does. How difficult is it coaching an Ironman athlete just because of the sheer uh, definition? You know, 3.8k swim, 180km bike ride, 42km run, understanding that athletes also have to be able to recover.
0: Yes, you're right. And and I mean, Val Berg has been a, a triathlon coach for for a long time, has also been under the radar a bit, but has been part off and on of, of our coaching group. Um, I have a lot of respect for her. She's got a background in sports science, and that really helps her. She's also been a, a very good athlete herself, especially in, in running. She understands the physiological requirements. Um, she has a lot of experience, so... You are right. There is a bit of sports science behind it in in pacing, in nutrition, um, and altitude. You know, which which he used to good effect uh, this time. So. But but what happens too? You have to get to know your athlete um, because every athlete responds slightly differently. So as a coach, you have to have an intuition or develop an intuition, and have to you have to develop a working relationship over time. And over that period, when the athlete matures, you know things don't always go well, and how you manage those times is really what decides the future of the partnership between the coach and the athlete. But this is really important, especially so in in, in an Ironman type of event where there are so many variables. And so there needs to be total trust between the athlete and the coach to to get the optimum
1: result you people you know we say it's greater than the sum of its parts because you've got the transitions but you've also got the nutrition side of things and that sounds easy to eat and drink on a bike uh, but when you're under duress and you're suddenly and you're not always feeling hungry um, it is a real discipline John Um, how important that and clearly it's something that Braden's got right as well
0: you're right and it's it's often called the fourth discipline especially in an Ironman, how well you can tolerate your nutrition. How disciplined are you to stick to your schedule? Because they all have their schedules often written on their bike um, to remind them. Because in the heat of the moment, you tend to think, oh, you know, this is too hard. It's it's, You're so tired. And then to uh, change your attention to the water bottle or or grab a, a food bar of some sort, you don't have the energy to actually do that. So you think, oh, I'll, I'll wait for a bit, and um, and then it's too late. Sooner or later, you then have to pay mm. the price. So that discipline is very important.
1: Mm-hmm. I asked um, Braden uh, that Question about suffering, you know, is it? Do you believe that, that ability to suffer, and we've seen it with the likes of um, the Bevan Doherty's, the Cameron Browns, um, Hamish Carter's, um, and the likes of Chris Gemmell, is, is it something you can coach, or you, as a coach, you just hope that you're going to get an athlete with such strong mental fortitude?
0: yeah i i think there's a difference between pain and suffering so i often think that in a standard distance olympic distance triathlon which is a couple of hours or preferably a bit less you you hurt but so it's it's painful but it's for a quite a short period of time um and you almost can see the finish line so it's pain and you know it's temporary and that's a great help so that's almost easier and i am in The pain goes on forever and indeed becomes suffering Mm. because the first half or even over half of the race, you're doing at a steady, almost an enjoyable pace, but you can not enjoy it because you know that sooner or later you'll hit that point where you literally start to suffer and then you still have uh, two or three hours or four hours to go. And that's when the you know the the resilience is required to work through that. Um, some have it naturally, but uh, as Braden said, you can work on it too. You can develop it. You know, once you've been there a couple of times, you can then make a decision. Okay, I mm. I need to work on this. I need to do this mm. better. So you can train it.
1: When you're a guy like Braden Curry, Aaron Baker, um, you know, as an age group athlete, we, we, you go out there and you you look at the course and you've you know you can sort of afford to back off on certain parts uh, I mean you can't win the race in the swim but you can lose it but ultimately if you run well you have a good day but in the situation like Braden Curry when you're there to win um, how, how big a step is knowing that really eh, there's not a lot of room for respecting the course because eh, you know you're racing your fellow competitors uh, I mean it's it's just such a unique scenario
0: well, it is, and and it's sort of where I have a lot of respect for Braden because he he took the race to the other athletes. You know, he 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 took a lot of risks um, in going reasonably hard on the bike. He had a bit of help from Carl Smith, um, you know, who's also a Kiwi, very strong swimmer and cyclist. So, um, but he did take a risk because the, the big guns all hung back on the bike. And so he got four or five minutes. um Was that going to be enough? He ran quite fast off the bike again, wanting to go for the win, also that was risky, but he never really blew up. you know he still ran two forty seven for the marathon on that very tough course after quite a hard bike ride and um he would not have done that two years ago, but he can do it now and Um, so I admire him for that but at the same time you wonder what would have happened if he had stayed with the group with Bumenfeld and um, um, Sanders um, how the race would have developed personally I don't think the outcome would have been any different probably in this case but it'd be interesting to see what happens if he holds back a little bit more all the way through the bike and then in the first bit of the run but it's not his personality he's an aggressor's aggressive athlete, and he needs that sort of confidence um, to be able to perform well.
1: So you think it's the same approach in Hawaii, that this is just Braden Curry, there's no point trying to manipulate the plumbing? You know, Clearly he's now experienced what it feels like to ride a bit harder and get off and run. He's got the opportunity for maybe a couple more building blocks between now and October?
0: Yeah, I'd agree. I think you don't want to take you know, his strength away from him, which which is building confidence and racing aggressively. Perhaps in Hawaii, there might be a bit of tinkering between him and his coach, and there might well be bigger groups as well. It would it, be a different race. Um, so that also means he will probably approach it differently. The good thing is that he's got quite a bit of experience of that race, and uh, I don't know if Blumenfield is going to go there, but, um, you know, Braden does very well in the heat, Um, So he can sort of go there, especially with this in his backpack, this uh, third place in his backpack, he can go there with confidence.
1: Yeah, listening to SENZ, it is 26 minutes away from 4 o'clock. My guest on the program is Dr. John Hellemans, one of the great New Zealand triathlon coaches, a great athlete in his own right. We are celebrating the performance of Braden Curry overnight, finishing third at the Ironman World Championships in Utah. Why are we so good at endurance, but why are we so good over the Ironman distance? You go back to Erin Baker, uh, Joe Law, and the likes of Scott Balance, Tony O'Hagan, and then, of course, the great Cameron Brown, and now Braden Curry, Kyle Smith. What is it in our psyche?
0: I, I think it, it appeals to the uh, to, to the Kiwi Taiki the the, the challenge uh, of of extreme events. You know we 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 know that in in adventure racing you know you've got uh, Nathan Flahigh, who's been world champion uh, several times over seven or eight times, um, and I think we relish in you know in that type of challenge in conquering. Uh, not only a course, but also the elements, the, the weather. Um, you know, we live in a country where we're being challenged all the time. Um, distances are are great. The, the weather is uh, varies a lot different places. Um, so w- we love that endurance type of um, exposure. I think we gr- almost grow up with it. Um, so, and uh, you know, as you know, I, I grew up in Holland, and we we don't have this. Environment. The environment in New Zealand is very inviting for uh, endurance type of activities. Mm.
1: Christian Blimfeld, are you surprised that he has stepped up and done so well in the two Ironmans that he has? participated in since winning the Olympic Games gold? I mean it's a big step, normally it's sort of a, a more longer progression you go from that Olympic distance to sort of the half Ironman events and you've sort of got to learn how to race Ironman, this is not the case with this young man
0: No you're right and and so my answer is yes and no um, um, yes because you would expect that he would n- need to do a bit of an apprenticeship to learn to Handle uh, such a long distance but no because he's a freak this guy um, I don't know if you've seen his chest he must be you know the guy with the biggest chest who's ever won an Ironman race so he's got a huge motor in him and beside that he's very well coached the Norwegians now have some a coaching system and they have those couple of male athletes Gustav, Eden and Blumenfield, who are really um, have set a new standard, um, in, especially in Ironman racing. Um, so, yeah, the other guys will just have to step up um, or we need to have another a, a few freaks coming out of the woodworks who can match them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. John Hellerman, lovely having you on the program, big guy. Hopefully um, your lovely wife's enjoying Mother's Day and um, you've been out for a run.
0: <laughs> I've been out for a bike ride, thanks, yeah.
1: Come on, John, running, mate. Running.
0: Oh, 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 always good talking to you.
1: <laughs> Lovely to have you on. One of the greats in John Hellam. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why Tyre Power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 21 91.